The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Surf Talk Show with JJ and the Doctor. Our show is about everything that has to do with surfing. The culture, the music, the art, and the sport itself. No matter where you're from, and no matter what you do, get ready to get stoked. Now, here are your hosts, JJ and the Doctor. All right, we're here. We're back. It's another Thursday, and uh, we got a great show lined up for you. What's up, Doctor? About to rip my throat out or what? Yeah, yeah, you can say that. Welcome <laughs> to San Clemente. This is Surf Talk Show with JJ and the Doctor. And uh, today... We're super stoked. We've had a lot of swell lately around town, so you can see everyone's pretty pumped. And uh, today we're super stoked. We have Luke Davis in the house. Hi. And Eric Betancourt's with us. Hello. And uh, we're just going to chit-chat about all kinds of things. So uh, sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. So, yeah, Luke, what have you been up to lately, mister? What's the latest with you? Mm, Surfing, traveling. I haven't been home in like a month, so it feels good to be back. I know. I haven't seen you in a while. Where have you been? Tell me. Uh, I went to Wales about like a month ago for this Red Bull contest, the Wave Pool contest. Yeah, yeah. What was that called again? Uh, Red Bull Unleashed. It was crazy. What was what was that one, that, that, that funny sounding name that Ian was into? The Snowdonia. Snowdonia. Yeah, Snowdonia. Yeah, that, was that? Okay, so that was it. it. What is Snowdonia? What is that? Is that a spot? It's a city, right? Yeah, it's a place. That's where they have the pool. There's a town called Snowdonia? That's, <laughs> that's <yeah>. insane. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. There's yeah, no snow. There's, there's no snow in Snowdonia. No. Uh, but there is, what is it, like a wave pool? Yeah. It's all, there's a fresh, they get fresh water from the mountain above. Oh. They, they have these huge pipes that bring it straight down to the pool. <laughs> so it's like... It's a, it's nuts. You're oh, surrounded man. by mountains and you're in the middle of nowhere. And then there's this perfect little lake wave. Wow. <laughs> what a trip. It's from pipes from the mountains. It's crazy. It's piped in. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> wow. That's, that's just crazy. How big was the wave? Like, what's it like? Is it clear? Like, it, it's, so it's fresh water. Yeah. It's, it's like brownish water, kind of. Oh, that's the wave is, intriguing. yeah. <laughs> it's like waist to chest height, I'd say. It's weird because you take off and it's small, and then by the end it's like oh, it grows a little bit. Yeah, oh, that's it's because it has true. to build up momentum. It's crazy. Did you watch any of it? I didn't. I didn't even know I about it, it until afterward, so and I was thought of a Snowdonia to me sounded like some sort of snowboard con. I mean, I just didn't even, <laughs> didn't even make sense. But then I heard about it, and Ian was there too, right? Yeah, we were all. It was awesome. Red Bull does an amazing job at events. Like they do, yeah. That. One side is the competitors area, like the food, restaurant, all that. And then the opposite side of the pool, we have all these little, they're wooden, like little pods. So it feels like you're camping almost. But there are all these little like 
one bedroom spots that you're staying in all next to each other. Trippy. Thirty of them. Wow. Okay, so like little cabins. Yeah, a little oh, cabin. It's in, wow. How about the kittens and whales? You know, I'm gonna have to ask no. Rob. No. <laughs> Non-existent. No, I know it's weird because I always thought like, okay, like you know, like okay, we talk about like English, right? And there's you know, it's just whoo. I mean, there's like two hot girls in England, like Kate Beckinsale yeah. and Rona Mitra, and no, I mean, there's a couple other ones. You know, I always liked Elizabeth Hurley. <laughs> Okay, but <laughs> but I mean, when you go to Wales, I mean, uh, okay, the only one that's popular for now that I know of is not uh, where um, the lady who married Michael Douglas, what's her name? Isn't she Welsh? You know what I'm talking about? Uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones? Yeah. Woo! Yeah. That's a full-blown kid. I mean, she's a little older now. There's none. There's none. She's like the hottest export ever from the whole nation, right? <laughs> People are kind of funny looking there. Is that fair to say? What? People are just kind of like the women are just... just no, I don't know. You didn't see any. There was no I women. I didn't see any. We were in a place where there were many people. But and even to get there, like, where do you fly in to go to Wales? You fly into Manchester, and it's like an hour drive or something. Oh, Manchester, England. Yeah. You just pop over. Oh, so it's like Pretty little... sure that's where I flew. Okay. <laughs> but Red Bull had all their, like, Red Bull girls or whatever from England oh, there to, like, just hang out with us and, like... Take care of the boys. Yeah, so it was, it was awesome. <laughs> we had little, like, parties every night that... We had like big barbecues and oh my fun. god, so, so the funnest event I've ever done. Oh my yeah, god! So cool. Okay, so there's you know. two waves though going. At, like there's there's the wave comes down the middle, and there's that big thing separating yeah. it where the, where the spectators are, mm-hmm. and there's like a right and a left. Yeah, did they do the right and the left, or do just pick one? Well, they, the for the event, one side was designated free surfing the whole event, so you have times like. Your oh. your six wave free surfing or four waves yeah. was at like ten forty eight, so you had to be like ready for your waves because the wave kept going. So you're like looking like yeah, I free surf in like twenty five minutes or whatever. So you had to be ready. If you miss your wave somehow, then those are your waves. <laughs> Trippy. It's so, That's so weird. Cool. That's weird. Do the waves come like you know like every two seconds? Like how you know? No, they had it on every three minutes. So. It would go, there, one, free surf, one person would be free surfing a wave on one side, the other would be competing, and then three minutes wait, and then it would happen again the other way. Okay. Crazy. That is, that is it. Have you been to that one that Shane's involved with in Munich? Mm-mm. You know that, that one? That's, that's more involved? like a standing wave, right? No. I don't know exactly. I, no, it moves. I mean, oh, I at the airport. Oh, it's like a, what well, it's like the water's being pushed out and it's yeah. breaking in one place. I think so. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that, but I know they're working on a lot of technology with. You know, people talk about uh, you know how surfing's unfair. In fact, I had someone talking to me about like we were watching the heat last night of the uh, Quicksilver uh, contest in France, and whose heat was it? But it just looked uh, the girls, and it, you know. It was, it was like a comment was like how unfair surfing is because, you know, the mother of nature factor. But, you know, then I was saying, well, not really, because everyone who's in that heat is in that heat at the same time. Yeah. So if the, the waves suck during that heat. They suck for both of you. Yeah. You know, true. and part of what makes surfing interesting, I think, is the fact that you are a hunter, that you're not guaranteed anything, yeah. that you have to be a freaking hunter and actually get your waves. And if you don't, I mean, it sucks. Yeah, it's kind of... It takes a little bit of the fun out of it, knowing that there's going to be this one way of coming for every three minutes yes. or whatever, and it's the same every time. Like, if you knew what your life was going to be like 
before you lived it, it wouldn't be fun. Which takes the mystery out yeah, of it in a way. Yeah. yeah, and which is part of what's beautiful about surfing. Yeah. I mean, the discussion that I think that has been always interesting is the pro and con. I like pro and con yeah. ideas. So, so, you know, the pro side of the wave pool idea to me is that everyone knows for sure that they're going to get the same equal apparatus to perform on. Yeah. So, like, if you're a gymnast, Everyone gets the same high bar. It's like every right? other sport. Well, bottom Pretty line much, is it's yeah. an even playing field. I mean, right. it just yes. evens the playing field. Yeah. Here's things that are going to be exactly like this, as unpredictable, or as predictable as it is. It, takes, it does take some of the fun out of it, the excitement. Like, who's going to go out and win a heat? Well, if every wave's exactly the same. And it, it makes it kind of hard to judge, too, because there's only so much you can do in, like, a certain amount of space. Like, you're right. doing f- four or five turns. What's so everything is so similar that it's like you have to really pick the eyes out of it. You do have to pick the eyes out of it. That's what I thought the pro and con was, was basically that the pro was that, you know, like say if you're in gymnastics and everyone has the same high bar, at least then it becomes, at least, you know, it might be difficult, but if everyone had to hunt down the high bar yeah. just to be able go to perform, find it. go find the high bar, we're going to hide it from you for a while. Yeah. Or all of a sudden one guy's going to get the best high bar there is and the other guy's going to get a pretty shitty high bar. Yeah. Each guy doesn't necessarily get to perform what he's practiced, you know. Yeah. But, that, okay, so that, that's that side of it to me is that everyone should at least get an equal playing ground. The other side of it is that surfing isn't really like that, you know. It's, yeah. it's more about the fact that we've never grown up with everyone getting the same way. Like you hunt the, yeah. the thing down. And, like, so some people just have a – it's not just what they – can do on the wave, but it's also their ability to be a hunter and kind of a navigator and almost have instinct about the ocean, like Tom Kern. It's like the same with mine. Yeah. That dude was a trip. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he just, the guy would always, waves would just manifest. Yeah. It's incredible. Like, be flat, and this wave would come to the guy, you know? Same goes for like traveling, too. Like, you have to go hunt and travel waves. Yes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes. Some people are super, like, Alex Gray is probably one of the best people I've seen. Like, every good swell all around the world, he's there. Hundred percent. Like he's getting more barrel than anyone. And like there's those spot. certain people that are so in tune with swells and stuff like that. Yeah, constantly hunting. Yeah. yeah, conditions and swells, and he knows where to go. And dude, yeah. you gotta admit, dude does show up, and like you're like, God, that yeah. guy's story is a trip, huh? Yeah. You know what I mean? For Eric, sure. what about us? We've been doing some body surfing lately, Mister. Yeah. Uh, State Park has been. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I'll tell you one thing: body surfing's way better for your body than surfing. <laughs> Tell my neck that right now. with that. Anyway, I mean, yeah, he's, JJ's got a broken leg from surfing Rivy. Yeah, okay. they just had to do a little bit of work here. They drilled a couple screws to screw the bone back on there and then put like a little Frankenstein clamp through here. Yeah, yeah thank God this is an internet radio talk show because you actually can't see. Can't you don't want to see that. that. You don't want to see what he's got going on. Mangler. But I like it when he tells that one so comment. Crazy. I love what you say when, what did your mom tell you growing up? Oh, but I, she always said I have a face for radio. And so I was always super excited about that until I finally figured out what it meant. And yeah, thanks, Mom. Thanks, Mom. Uh, really, really good, Mom. Really encouraging. Thanks. But there's been all these barrels lately, and uh, I myself been kind of been dealing with a torn hamstring again. Uh, it's been a kind of an ongoing thing for me. So, but I've been able to body surf, and Eric and I go down and jump in the waves a lot, actually, down at the park, right? Yeah. It's oh been unreal. God. I mean, you know, something to definitely experience being as close as you can to Mother Nature. Um, it was a neck injury uh, that kind of steered me towards body surfing. Really? Um, I moved and lived in Kauai for five years, and my next-door neighbor was a local body surfer, and 
you know, he just got me into it, and from there it just turned into, you know, something fun to do. Um, so I enjoy it. Yeah, there's something about it. I mean, for me, I started body surfing when I was a little kid, way before I had a board. Literally at like three years old, uh, we lived in like Manhattan, Hermosa Beach area as a little kid. We lived right at the Strand, and I could just see her and run outside and get in the water. as just super young, and I just always turned on to it. So whenever I've been challenged, you know, like Luke said, you know, surfing's, uh, you know, body surfing's easier on your body than surfing. I mean, yeah, surfing's been tearing me up lately, so, you know. I think just the, ripped me to pieces. Yeah, the, I mean, the positions you get in surfing, but also just paddling. Yeah, the like, prone it just position. puts really your, body your body in a weird place for a long amount of time. Yeah. yeah. I agree. The arch and yeah, all that. No, that, that arch, yeah. You know what else puts you in a weird place? Talk to me. Going to a break. We got to go to a break. So yeah, okay. we'll be back talking about weird places. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned. Flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Advanced Sports Fitness. Train like a pros. Advanced Sports Fitness. Surf Fitness Training. Indoboard. Balance your act. Foundation Training. Untap your hidden power. Fit Body Boot Camp. Yoga. Call now, 949-533-4537. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You are tuned in to Surf Talk Show with J.J. and the Doctor. Now, to reach the show today, do not call 888-346-9144. Did you hear that? Do not call 888-346-9144. You sure as hell aren't going to shoot us an email over to surftalkshow at gmail.com, neither. Now, back to the sickest talk show on the planet. Yeah, sickest talk show on the planet, y'all. <laughs> For all you rednecks We're out back. there listening to surfing. Yeah. <laughs> Which I do know one redneck. Bronson Hilliard, who's out in Texas. He's okay. the best, best, one of the best surfers I know from Texas. He's buddies with John Steele. Okay. Anyways, Eric, talk to me, man. What do you do? What, uh, tell us a little bit about what you have going on, what you're, uh, what you're all about, and what you do here for the youth and the city. I know there's some good things going on. So. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I sh- back in uh, early 90s, I started training with uh, uh, Kaji Kembo. Kaji Kembo is uh, the first mixed martial arts. It's a Hawaiian street self-defense. Um, got passionate, got passionate into that. Um, been teaching for over 20 years. 
uh, it's been it's been going really well. Um, over the years, I've taught you know various San Clemente locals from you know Rusty and Greg Long to you know thousands of students here in town from ages five to you know sixty five. So, how does that discipline affect, uh, for instance, some of that you mentioned? You know, the Long brothers. I mean, how does that? How do they come back? What's their feedback coming back to you on how that affects their surfing? Yeah, it's interesting. My teacher taught uh, Christian Fletcher, and I know there was an article back in the day that he, you know, when he started doing his big errors and reverses, we have some pretty fancy jumping, spinning kicks. So some of those 360 movements really enhance some of the turns. So regarding, you know, Greg and Rusty, I mean, it's been over probably 15 years since they, you know, engaged in training, but recently I saw Rusty, so hopefully we'll get him back in there. It's just been, it's been great, you know, it's really enhanced uh, the surfing, um, it's brought them to various levels. Um, with that training, I started uh, working with the doctor doing some of the advanced sport fitness, and I'll tell you, um, I think now cross training is really big in every sport, so incorporating martial arts, kung fu, some animal style, um, tai chi, yoga, and now with the advanced sport fitness, it's just taken you know, players to the next level. That's great. Yeah, what we do is, you know, and Luke's work, work with me a lot, you know, when we had the shop on uh, El Camino Real and somewhat now that we're over with Eric, uh, it's just an idea that I had for a long time was to try to take a certain kind of strength training and help people kind of actualize their strength potential and their cardio potential Adding to what they already do, I never did believe that I would be a one-stop shop in that sense, that it was just another thing to add on. Like Eric said, you know, really I think where we're at right now is that cross-training. Everyone who's really kind of seeing the light in sports, no one's doing one thing. Like no one's just doing yoga. Or no one's just like lifting weights. Or no one's really just, you know, swimming. I mean, all of those things, you know, it's like kind of like everyone can tailor-make what's right for their body type, for their goal in their sport. And kind of there's so many different types of athletic endeavors now that, you know, from foundation training, yoga, you know, uh, <clears throat> uh, you know, any sort of, you know, people have obviously CrossFit's pretty popular, uh, you know, which is basically muscle confusion. I mean, that's kind of a muscle confusion concept packaged, named, and marketed extremely successfully, right? right? But that theory's been around for a long time. So for me, I'm a little bit more a believer with what we did, and I'm sure you guys can attest to this. I mean, as much as I believe in muscle confusion, I also believe in not really confusing your muscles on the other side of it. Like, we'll do the same thing for long enough that you actually see incredible results. Say, for instance, if we start doing it stairs, something, Luke, that you excelled at, incredibly like you know you run six sets of stairs timed and if you do that enough you start seeing like you start kind of wrapping your head around okay like I'm doing it in this amount of time I got this winded I break each set down and pretty soon you start wrapping your head around it so if we're doing wall sits or the isometrics if we're doing the versa climber you know when we're doing thousand foot races for time I mean the thing is it's the total opposite of muscle confusion. It's actually engaging muscle memory, which I'm a, I'm a huge believer in. I believe that we really, uh, that our muscles actually work in a 
kind of a memory way that, and, and if you keep engaging them and they keep remembering that at one point they click in on almost kind of in another gear. And I think like with surfing, you know, you do, you know, you're, there's a lot of things similar, like you might do something different on each wave, but then again, there's going to be some constant realities. Like yeah. you're going to paddle, you're going to stand up. There's going to be certain things that you do that, um, kind of are similar. And I think the repetition of that. So, you know, like I said, uh, what we've done, like Luke, like you did, uh, I believe that you have the record for the Versa Climber at 415. Mm. That's just... Maybe. Yeah, yeah no, it's, I remember very well. Yeah. 415. <laughs> and it's like I spent a lot of time trying to break the five, trying to break the five-minute gig, trying to get yeah. sub-five, get in that club. And then that club was... At the time, we were really all going after that when we were over here on El Camino Real. Uh, you hit 415. Your brother Jake hit 423 or something like that, really close to you. Uh, and you guys own it. Both you and Jake have the – you have the actual record, and your brother is close to you. I was happy just to get anything sub five minutes. That's the hardest. Though. Crazy sub thing. Five. Yeah, sub five. 152 years old but the thing is is uh and and then you know the cool thing is then eric came in and started working out with me and, and i showed him basically what i did with eric he's the most self-disciplined guy on the planet he comes in says hey doctor i want to work out with you and i was like well cool i would be stoked for you to work out with me so i showed him the system one day and i don't think i've ever <laughs> i mean i've never managed him since he just is so disciplined came in did it and, and kept doing it and kept doing it and does profess results from it, okay? And even currently, like with yourself, have you recently been doing – how old are you right now? Uh, I'll be 43 on Tuesday. Okay. So if you guys could see what this man looks like at 43, you'd understand the inspiration for me to be involved with him. He comes to me. I'm going, well, okay, well, I'm inspired by you. So it's great that we're all inspired by each other. I'm not really a believer in the whole teacher-student thing. I'm more of like, you know, we're all students – all just trying to apply ourselves to more learning. So if we motivate each other, stimulate each other, make each other laugh, have fun, listen to loud music, get ourselves motivated, whatever we do, talk about girls, whatever we do that keeps us pumped to encourage our forward progression in our athletic goals. It's definitely a lot easier to try to like push a group of people when you're feeding off each other rather than just like by yourself. When you're yes. by yourself, it's a lot easier to just give up. Like, uh, I'll just stop here. Like, that was hard. Yeah. But if you're with people pushing you, yeah. you're trying to reach a certain goal and you're all in it together. Yeah, you felt that collective energy. Yeah. Like in the shop when we would have your particular music on, when you're going to hit the, the Versa Climber and you get pumped up and we're all there and you know someone else just did it at 433 yeah. and you know your best has already been 422 and you're trying to go, fuck that, I want to break my own personal breast today because what's cool is in my system, we don't compete against each other. Each other's numbers and performances are there, but really what it's about is you're competing against yourself. You're trying to be the best you can be that you can be. And that's really not compared to someone else. Right. But still you got to admit when someone posts like some crazy time on the, you know, we do thousand foot races on the Versa climber. I mean, it's a it's 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 pretty much of a death run. It's it is. It's I mean, if nobody if if you guys aren't familiar with the Versa Climber, it's probably one of the most insane cardio machines out there on the market. All the MMA guys use it. 
I mean, when we're talking 1,000 feet, and even if you do it in five, I mean, if you're lucky to get to five minutes, but even hitting a six or seven minute, you're uh, dead. You're yeah, on yeah. the floor. You're ready to puke. I mean, yeah, it's intense. It's a killer. And then what we do is plus is that <laughs> at the end, see, the VersaClimb is at the end of the program. So the program, basically, how we start until you go to another levels. There's other levels. But where we start is we do a whole round of, <clears throat> of uh all body isometrics, which in themselves is a workout. Then we go into a circuit with, you know, we have a very unique net that we have custom made that goes, you know, horizontally across the room. So you you crawl across this net like a gecko on a ceiling, okay? So that's, you know, we have a lot of, we have an upside down sit-up bench that's just like straight out of Rocky IV. Uh, we, we just have a lot of really unique stuff, right? We have yeah. a war machine, we have some really neat stuff. So then we throw a circuit together, and then when you're done, you're already beat up. Now it's time to go for a thousand foot climb. You're trying to break a thousand foot climb record on a Versa climber after you've already done two full workouts as part of a tri phase workout thing. And that's where we start. So that's why it's called Advanced Sports Fitness. And that's why that not that many people really come to engage in it because it's, it's kind of a freak show. It's scary. Do yeah. you specifically, though, are these exercises, are these things specifically designed for surfing no. or anything? They're designed for anybody. Anybody. Yeah, no, they're not designed for surfing. I don't necessarily believe that any particular exercise is designed really for any one sport. I think there's always a crossover. You know? yeah. I think what it really emphasizes, though, is the core. I mean, each one of these uh, stations or workouts, I mean, you're completely, your whole body's trembling and shaking. So the core is engaged. I mean, you're, you're feeling it in, in each section. And, and that's, what, that's what really takes it to the next level. I mean, every sport uses the core. The core drives your, your your upper body and lower body, and that's what takes athletes to the next level. So is there, here's a question for all three of you. Is there a direct correlation between, say, you know, the guys that are on the top, you know, top 32 in the world, is there a direct correlation with who's training harder as to what position they are? Luke? Mm, I mean, if you look at the top 10 on the tour, guarantee they're all – training hard what's interesting is that every one of those top 10 that are training hard guaranteed are all doing different stuff for sure everything's That's what's so cool about tailor made to however they what work, they work yeah. yeah like let's go let's go with that a little bit so you know so i don't know what adriano de Sousa, julian wilson do we know anything about what say what they do i have no idea isn't that interesting what i mean is like people don't like slater you know he's known 43 years old Total freak, eleven-time world champion. No one right? knows what he does. No one knows what he does. Like, and it's kind of interesting. He's like kind of private about it, right? We know he does some stuff, yeah. right? <laughs> I know he's super into like getting uh, like rolfing and muscle work done. Okay, like, I know that really, too. Yeah. Like, he gets yeah, worked on a lot. Adamant about that. Yeah. Getting worked, getting yeah, things getting worked out. Muscles. Right? I know for a fact that he does foundation training. I yeah. don't know how often. But I know that he does foundation training. Yeah, that I know. I know he's done it. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's key. I mean, as much as you train, you have to get, you have to be in in the healing aspect too. You got to be getting body work, rolfing, something to counterbalance the training. It's, it's just as important. Yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. One is nothing without being limber and getting your muscles to like not be so tense. Yeah. So because if you have these tense muscles, right? then I mean, they pop. That's yeah, why my hamstring probably keeps popping. Yeah. I'm not as yeah. You know, I'll, I'll be the first one to admit, I'm not as uh, disciplined at the uh, stretching, uh, whether it be yoga or forms of stretching. I do the kind of stretching that I learned on track teams. Like, I do sport team stretching that I've always done. I, I'm pretty good at that, but I don't really haven't, you know, the first one to be honest about that. And 
And uh, where what I see with you, Eric, is you're very disciplined. You're equally as disciplined at so many things, and it creates a uh, you. You really, it's, I mean, you know, you still get injured. You got that calf thing going on right now. We'll talk about that when we get back. Uh, I definitely want to get more into your healing side of things of what you do, and then talk about some travel and talk about just some adventure stuff because I love adventure on this show. So it sounds to me like uh, Jeff is uh, giving me this look like we have to go to a break, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, we'll go to a break, and on this break, we'll go out with uh, Advanced Sport Fitness. Oh, boy. Okay, where are we going with that? You guys check it out. Okay. to the pros we we cover everything everything. let your voice be heard voice america sports advanced sports fitness train like the pros advanced sports fitness surf fitness training indo board balance your act foundation training Untap your hidden power. Fit Body Boot Camp. Yoga. Call now, 949-533-4537. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Hosts J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just just think that the coach made a mistake. Crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. You are tuned in to Surf Talk Show with JJ and the Doctor. Now, to reach the show today, do not call 888-346-9144. Did you hear that? Do not call 888-346-9144. You sure as hell aren't going to shoot us an email over to surftalkshow at gmail.com, neither. Now, back to the sickest talk show on the planet. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, girls and boys, cats and dogs, freaks, geeks, and couch lizards. Okay? (laughs) The bottom line is... This is the sickest talk show on the planet. Surf Talk Show with JJ and the Doctor. Yay! What's up? So, uh, yeah, you know what? Uh, I wanted to uh, 
talk a little bit about what you've been up to lately, Luke. Where you were just on the break talking about you've been up in Venice a lot. What's going on that freak show? Yeah, I've been uh, I've been staying in LA just in between trips, cool. mostly since I turned twenty one. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm staying with my friend Ireland right on Abbot Kinney. It's pretty hip. Mm-hmm. But um, I was spending time in Culver City before. It's kind of like halfway in between Venice okay. and Hollywood, but it's. I've been yeah, like in that. Venice lately. It's yeah, close to the beach. It is a beach. Yeah. Yeah. Beach yeah. town. There's yeah. Venice and there's freaks and there's kittens everywhere yeah, wearing all kinds freaks. of different stuff. Yeah. But I, yeah, it's a lot easier to go a certain Malibu or whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah. Walk in the beach right there. It's you cool. can breathe salt air, even though it's yeah. polluted salt air, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> wow. That's yeah, it's not very clean. nasty water there, yeah. But it's cool. I've, I've, uh, had a lot of adventures up in and around that area, so yeah. I know that it's a, it's probably the most colorful beach town uh, that I can think of. There's anywhere. The thing I like about LA is there's every type of human being there. Yeah, you can yeah. find there's every single Everyone's personality. Everyone's yeah. doing their own thing, some artistically or whatever. They're all on their own paths, just like passing each other. And plus, you know, coming from this little surf town, you know, San Clemente yeah. Capo Beach, you know, I mean. It's pretty one-dimensional here, right? Yeah. You're either you're either a surfer, a marine, or an old lady. Someone. So it's like you know, there's yeah. not a lot of like cultural really diversity though. here, right? It's a surf town. Thank God, you know, we grew up in a surf town. Yeah. But I could see where there would be a hunger for more culture in California. And to me, Venice especially represents like, I mean, there's just so much. And for me personally, like I like some of the. The, there's, there's, you know, that's what's at the Muscle Beach right there. But, yeah, yeah. but right next to Muscle Beach where they have all those gnarly weightlifter dudes and chicks nowadays, whoo, uh, they have all those outdoor bars. We have rings and high bars and parallel bars. Yeah. So when I'm in Venice, I can always go get a sick workout. I know. I haven't gone down there to do that yet. But it's I want awesome to. right there. Yeah, I've done that a hundred times. Well, the ones I like the best is actually in Santa Monica where they have actually the rings on the beach. And you can swing from ring to ring, and they're far away, so it's a far. It's just incredible, right on the sand. And I was like, God, I wish we, we could have that. I mean, we have, uh, you know, down at uh, headquarters, right? We have a couple bars to work on or whatever. But, and Eric, I know you were just telling me you did a pretty cool run the other day. Where, uh, what was that one? Uh, just all balls of the feet, you know, down from Calafia all the way down to. Uh, the pier, and then, you know, back through the deep sand. And, and then know, up on the bars. bars yeah. And, yeah, some <laughs> stairs. Oh, yeah. Uh, what did, so recently, didn't you do like a – so you're you're all, you're about to be 43. Basically, you're basically the same age as Kelly Slater. Okay. Look every bit as good, if not better than him, because he is kind of an ugly bastard. Okay? <laughs> but the fact is, is – <laughs> Kelly, I'm calling you out. Uh, uh, but just that what you do athletically is, you know, not only are you a trainer and you train – you know, right now you're training like, are you training like? Seven days a week. Car, who, the Groms you're training right now, like Car, who are you training like, Cannon? Yeah, Cannon Car, and you know, I've had various, various, I call them super drums coming through uh, the door. There's been, you know, Taj and uh, Alexa, you know, male and female surfers coming through, and they're doing great, you know. I think uh, the combination of the training and, and throwing in some fighting at the end really pulls the fight out of them, you know, mm-hmm. I push them to the end, just like the Versa Climber does at yeah. the end of the workout, so they can dig down and, you know, find that soul, so, you know, if they're in the heat and they're starting to get tired emotionally, physically, you know, they are able to grasp and get that second second air and, you know, get through that big set coming through and, you know, perform under and pressure. And tap into that fighting spirit in a sense, because when exactly. you're in the heat, 
It is. I mean, everyone approaches it a different way, but on one level or another, you're trying to win. You're trying to basically, you know, beat the other people in the heat, even though you might have a different approach. Some people might be just, you know, trying to do their best or whatever. The fact is, you're still bringing out some sort of warrior spirit to go, hey, man, I want to take this thing down. And I mean, I think that's interesting when it comes down to like different people's approach to how they compete. You know, like how some people, it seems like, don't even trip on the other people. They just surf their best. And then other people are real, I don't know, they, they talk about like, say, Adriano D'Souza as being a real hardcore you know, aggressive guy to surf against. He really surfs against you. Like, he's up on you, he's all over you. Is that true, Luke? Do you think that about uh, it? I haven't really competed against him. Oh, okay. But, I mean, from just watching and stuff, it seems that way. Like, he's really into it. Yeah, he's really into it. Kind of a hassler, yeah. and he's just all over you, and he's just, you know, he's just really aggressive competitor. Very Brazilian, I would say, right? I mean, if it, you were to categorize, I don't know. Yeah, it's different, too. Like, obviously, some guys are freaks. Like, the John Johns and... Medina, Felipe, Colohe, yeah. like they can go on waves that aren't as good and get eights and nines. Whereas some guys need to wait for the best waves to get those scores. Like yeah. they're just not going to drop in on a closeout in and Somehow get a nine. This is not going to happen. Yeah. yeah. So like that's, John John or Gabriel or brother, even Slater on some yeah. levels. Yeah. Yeah. Guys like yeah. that. Great. So Julian, we can't forget about that yeah. guy. Oh my Jeez. God. You know what really brings to mind is one question I thought of on the way here today is I really wanted to ask you, Luke, is, you know, I've known you, you know, for so long, you know, since you were truly a, a little gremlin. And uh, I, I've always thought, like, okay, so when you're, you know, a kid growing up looking so much up to wanting to be a professional surfer, the difference between when you're a little kid looking up at it and thinking, like, wow, you know, that whole kind of uh, idealizing what it is. And then at a certain age, you get there. Like, you know, you're best friend with brother, right? So you guys grew up together, you know, in that clan of friends, growing up really surfing all those heats, you know, really pursuing the dream to be a professional surfer. Let's push forward 15 years or so, 10, 15 years. Now you guys are there, brothers on the CT. Um, you're, you're surfing the planet. You're a pro surfer. Uh, does it is it different? My question. I know it's kind of long winded, so rip my throat out. Is is it? What's the difference between when you're a little grom looking up at it and then getting there? That's a good question. <laughs> I don't know. For me, it was it's pretty surreal. Like if you think of pro surfing as a job, it's it's crazy. Like you're traveling and having fun and getting paid to do it. It doesn't make sense. Like that's what everyone wants to do is love what they do and get paid for it. So Especially it's, when it's surfing. Surfing. I mean, there's like, nothing uh, we'll better do it anyways. That, you know? yeah, we'll do thing. it anyway, yeah. We'll ask us guys just try to save our money and go on a trip, right? So someone's like going, no, don't worry about that. Just here you go. Yeah. So awesome. to me, it's it's weird. I don't know. It seems like it just came really quick. Like from when, when I was young to now. It's, it's like, like you woke up and you were there. Yeah, you know? It doesn't <laughs> seem like weird at all that. Everything that here you are. You're just surfing and traveling. It just feels normal because that's all you ever knew. That's all you did. Yeah. That's what you knew. And you didn't go to college. I yeah. mean, you went to the College of Surfing. You know, yeah. you grew up on, in a unique town. We have to admit, this yeah, is a yeah. great town to be kind of like, you know, a grom coming up with that dream. Lower trestles, the perfect <laughs> playground for surfing. Rivy. Yeah. You know, all, all our good role models to look up to. Everyone that's come out of San Clemente. Such as for yourself. 
I mean, Dino, he's like my second dad. I mean, I've been staying with Andinos for my whole life. Yeah. Him from Wardo, Yeomans, the Godowskis brothers, freaking... You know, Ashton probably was someone to look yeah. up to and get some tutoring from. He's yeah. always been kind of, you know, pretty intense about the way he, you know, did things. The Longs. I mean, there's just so many good people from this town. Yeah. And it's such a little town that it's like you get to know those guys from young and like they, learn from they them. pull you yeah. into the lair of what it's about. Yeah. And then you know, on top of it, you know, we have you know, it's, it's a unique town, no question. I mean, we're pretty gifted to be. I mean, blessed to be. Look at how many people live here now. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's like an international me. town now. Yeah, Everyone me. wants to live here. It's killing me. It's killing me. Whatever. It's all cute and whatever. Yeah, and they can all cute. move here. But when we all move to their hometown, I, don't, I think they I don't finally think understand what cool that feels here. like. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's okay, though. It's all good. We just, you know, we're, we're not super bad about it. We placed here. Yeah. yeah. We're here where we were. We had it when it was the best anyway. But now it's like you paddle out. Not me. Every. What are you trying to say, mister? Oh, boy. He's touching my age thing. Okay, so uh, let me, no, ask, you, let me ask you something. What about who you think, as far as who who's the crew that you're kind of looking after right now? Who are the up and comers? I mean, we mentioned Taj and maybe some of these other kids that are. Dude, there's a lot of kids. There's like a lot this town's right next now. generation is nuts. nuts. Yes, I mean Griffin. Down from us, Griffin Colapinto's. He's he's gonna make the tour, right? Yeah, he's really good. Yeah, he's, he's really good. Very yeah. very good. He was on the show a couple episodes ago. And, and he's he's a legend. Like, oh, my God. He's, I went to South Africa with Kolohe and Griffin and Michael Dunphy, and we all stayed together with Noah Lonnie, too. And he's just he's a funny little kid. Yeah, he's he is, too, kid. right? Yeah. He's well-mannered. He's, he's very interested. He's interested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's young. I mean, <laughs> he is. He's learning, but he's really he's a freak. He's and he's surfing really good. Yeah. Yeah, 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 he's got a big future. Anyone else? Jet. Jet Chilling. Jet he's, Chilling. To me, he's the he's really good. He's a super grom. Like yeah, super grom and really, he's a rad kid. He's yeah. a rad kid. Very right. respectful and he's like those a super two are like talent. on the other both sides of the spectrum. Yeah. like Griffin's already seventeen. Is that right? I think Griffin is yeah, seventeen. 17 I think he's seventeen. Yeah, seventeen. And Jeff's like twelve. Like yeah, so Jeff's like the next. Yes, and then there's a whole pack of kids Jet's age that are all that are in the mix. Yeah. It's crazy, man. You go to lowers and the whole inside <laughs> is just, it's Super like a drunk. 30 pack of kids. Like you don't even go in there. I try to go get waves in there and it's just, it's a nightmare. It's a freak fest. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I see those guys come out and I'm just like, oh, oh man. God, like, they're just waiting for you to fall so yeah. they can pick off the shoulder. God, it's so different now out. than when I was growing up. You couldn't even paddle out at the pier when Midget was in the water. When we were Groms, you literally physically... Well, there's only a few of us that would could be Groms at the pier, first of all. Yeah. Really, truthfully. The rest of you just get sent uh, home. Todd Gritwana, Paul Manzone. Those guys yeah. were in the mix, yeah. But, I mean, they were younger than me. I mean, when I was 15, 14, oh, forget you forget about it. Hey, you couldn't. It was me and Marty Geeshan, basically. You know, and Bobby yeah. Leffler, who's Bobby Small, but Bobby, you know, Bobby Leffler. And, and uh, I'm just saying, uh, there was a couple of Dennis Meese. Uh, these were guys, we were surfing under guys like Bill Capolino, Midget Smith, Greg Rosanko, Tanner's dad, and these were the guys at the pier. Midget Smith was the king, and you couldn't physically paddle out. Yeah, you weren't You alive. could never once in your life go, hey, I mean, you just get pounded. Oh, my God. You couldn't yeah. even be in the water. But yeah. one day when they would actually say, <laughs> oh, 
you know, cruise out and catch a wave with us. It was like the biggest day in your life when they would actually invite you into the peak with them. However, never once would you go in the peak with them and go, hey, hey. You know, so it's a trip nowadays. It's the, like the lacquer. It's just a trip. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You're out of lowers and they're just, there's not even one ounce of that. Oh, not, not at all. That's why you don't see me there very much, you know. But it sounds to me like, based on what I hear, that uh, we got to go to a break, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, let's go out with a little bit of uh, wax track. Oh, my God. It's a plug. It's one a plug fest. One of our great original sponsors, wax track, is the... Uh, the, the the laminate decal you put on your board and the wax goes on it and it makes you stick to your board so good that I couldn't fall so I broke my leg which brings us to our next sponsor One Law which is a team of absolutely <laughs> aggressive attorneys that will go to work for you like they do for me I'm okay. suing everybody Silly. it sounds to me <laughs> I don't know but it sounds to me like he put a little bit of his broken leg on the wax track situation right, I know it happened. I stuck oh, too good to my board oh, it's stuck too good well good just kidding okay. love you both all right, we're out to a break, and then we'll be back for our last segment that's going to get pretty crazy. You're damn right it will. <laughs> so don't listen. Yeah. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Advanced Sports Fitness. Train like the pros. Advanced Sports Fitness. Surf Fitness Training. Indoboard. Balance your act. Foundation Training. Untap your hidden power. Fit Body Boot Camp. Yoga. Call now, 949-533-4537. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You are tuned in to Surf Talk Show with JJ and the Doctor. Now, to reach the show today, do not call 888-346-9144. Did you hear that? Do not call 888-346-9144. You sure as hell aren't going to shoot us an email over to surftalkshow at gmail.com, neither. Now, back to the sickest talk show on the planet. Oh, we're back, JJ. And the doctor. We're back, Jack. Oh, boy. You know what I want to do is... uh. Talk to, uh, go ahead. Get down. Get it out there, mister. I think what you want to do is get down and dirty. I think that's what you want to do. I think you know me. 
Okay, I just wanted to go there. But, you know, before we do, I just wanted to you know, touch base with you, Eric, a little bit more about what you do um, in regard to the martial arts world and how that integrates into your life as far as, like, Luke was just asking at the break, like, when did you start training in martial arts? You were, like, 18? Yeah, 18. You know, it's never too, never too, you know, early to start training. I mean, you could start when you're, oh, you yeah. know. Younger the better. Younger the yeah. better, but, you know. Even when you get to, you know, your 30s and 40s, I got guys coming in now that are local surfers that it's just, especially construction workers, man, your body's beat up and you need some kind of release. Yeah. And it's really helped a lot of local Well, like Aaron, like Aaron, Aaron Ehlers comes in, right? Um, Rocky. Rocky Booth comes in. Uh, Also, one of your best guys, Neil Beach. Yep, Neil Beach. He's a construction guy. uh, South Carolina. Right? But back and forth, right? He's got kids all over every coast on (laughs) him. So you were saying that you (laughs) And then also, hold on, Grover. Yeah. Right? Got to throw Grover in there. I want Grover to hunt me down. Anyway, now he's training with you. It's really cool. So, yeah. go ahead. You you compete still. Oh, yeah. Every year I, I head out to <laughs> Vegas, um, still competing, doing the forms and weapons and, you know, fighting. It's great. Yeah. This yeah. last one, I pulled a couple first place and, you know, it was fun. Good yeah. times, I mean, you know. Almost 43 years old, competing in martial arts, kicking people's so, ass, having a lot of fun. And also, is it? did I just hear... Uh, that you did a, mo- a fight scene in a movie recently. You got some neat, neat stuff going on. Yeah, you know, I was asked to do uh, an independent film, be in a fight scene. So, uh, yeah, why not? I always wanted to do something like that. And uh, Did you chore- help choreograph it as well? Yeah, I worked with a... He was a director, star, you know, from... Uh, I think he's from Thailand, somewhere okay. in, in Asia, and just killed it. Great guy, uh, great group of martial artists. He did... a. A fight scene, uh, no cuts. He fought fifteen guys uh, in this movie. In this movie, what's it called? Uh, JKU movie. Okay. So uh, I was the first fight scene. At the end, he fought a Muay Thai champion from Thailand. Uh, just good fun, you know. Right. It was, it was so a fifteen-minute fight scene, unedited. Yeah. One shot? No, it was fifteen guys, and the fight scene was twenty-five minutes. Oh One gosh. shot, no edits. No edits. Twenty-five no. minutes, fifteen guys. Coming through everybody, and he had to start through you. Yeah, good lord, I wouldn't want to have to. <laughs> that's nuts. That's awesome. Good time, Luke. Um, wait, one second. Talk I want to, to ask you, how important do you think martial arts is for kids to get into? Because that's one thing I wish I know, my parents would have done for yeah, me. I mean, they've done the world. They've yeah, done so much. Your parents are awesome. One thing that I wish I would have done when I was young is smart ones. Yeah, I think it's extremely key. I mean, with today's social media and internet and video games, these kids are just trapped inside. Uh, no discipline whatsoever. Um, having some discipline, being able to humble themselves, learning how to fight, learning how to protect themselves is key. I have students that started with me at five years old. They've graduated college now. They're getting married. So it's interesting to see the progression um, of generations and it just shows that you know it really turns boys to men and you mentioned the, the well lack said. of discipline that we have I mean goodness sakes it's like we're, we're raising a generation that's feeling entitled I mean yeah it's, it's called the entitlement generation it really is unbelievable it's pretty, pretty intense so, yeah you're, that's a good question Luke really were, before you started were you as disciplined or did martial arts mold you into kind of the person you are. Well, I started uh, in high school wrestling, so I uh, lettered varsity as a freshman, and you know, uh, you have to be very yeah. Uh, so I mean, it kind of comes with my characteristics, yeah. and it's just that's a great place expanded. to start. I mean, if you look yeah. at all the 
pretty much most of the best MMA guys now in the UFC, a lot of them have the foundation of wrestling, uh, you know, judo, something along those lines, right? And then that branches out from there. But, exactly. Yeah. But look, could you, uh, could we switch gears for a little bit, mister? And Here we go. go into a Here surf travel story, you know, uh, on whatever level you want to get freaky deaky with the doctor? <laughs> yeah, we can. <laughs> I just, I need to think about it for a second. Okay. Well, here's why. Because while he's thinking, I'm saying he's rolling through his mental Rolodex files of all the trips he's been on at what age are you now? 22. At, at the right old age of 22, he's been on so many surf trips that are so fun. He's got to think ten, about... 10 years of traveling. 10 years of traveling. He's got to think about which one is the one he's going to bring out to talk to us today on Surf Talk Show with JJ and the Doctor. Oh, man. That's rough. You've got a couple minutes left, apparently, JJ's telling me, so... Uh, uh, it's rough, but come up with one. Maybe good. <laughs> yeah, no, just just a good surf trip, a little story. Well, what do you want? Uh, I want the best boys. brothers. I mean, the boat whatever trip you we want. Did. The boat trip. That's that's the best surf trip I've ever been on for Kaloe's movie Brother. Oh me, man! I mean, who was on that? It was me, Kaloe, Dino, Ian Crane, Tanner Zonko, the whole crew. Fatty was on that one. Fatty. Noah Loney, Jake, like, it was just Oh, my a, God. Was it Taj Burrell on that? Taj was on yeah. it. Okay, Taj Burrell. Let's not forget Taj Burrell. Um, so that one was really more about just the boys on the sickest yeah. boat in the best waves in the world. What was that spot? You guys got the, those, what was that? Greenbush? Greenbush? We got Greenbush. It was the left. Where's that right? Where's that right? Huh? Rags right. Oh, my God. That was in What Youth Magazine, yeah. right? What Youth Magazine. Oh, my God. And then on the film, yeah, yeah. but I mean, as far as in print, if you want to go look up the Brother movie, yeah. or also look at that What Youth that had, and you, you had a couple ads that were from that shoot? Maybe. God. Um, oh, my God. That was for sure the best trip I've ever been on. Like, just to be invited, because it was for Chloe's movie, I was just stoked to go on a trip with all my friends. Because oh, so cool. it's hard to get everyone together yeah. in one place for yeah. over a week. And for such good waves. Yeah. The only problem with that trip that I can tell is that you tell me if I'm wrong, but there was a boat with all the boys and no kids. Yeah, that's the problem. That was kind of gay. But, you know, whatever. I mean, it was cool, and I get that side of it, but maybe on another episode, it looks like we're running out of time, but maybe on another episode, we could get in here and talk about the flip side of that kind of surf trip where it's a little bit more, you know, debauchery. Yeah, you could give me a little time to think of a good story and ah, bring you something. There we go. There's there we go. so many that he could tap into, Okay. And oh, we are damn. we are getting close to winding it down. Um, oh, let's go to that quick question on the who do you yeah, think's going to Luke? Who do you think's going to win the tour this year? Who do I? Th I who do you want to Nick win? Nick Fanning. I think he's going to win. Okay, now who, who do you want, want to win? Nick Fanning. Okay, that's okay. an awesome win. You want the same guy to win? You want his fourth title? Yeah, yeah. Eric, I uh, I'd have to agree. I. I'm, I'm with you on that He's one. He's a Mick fan. Yeah. He's a Mick fan. And I'm going to say Mick, but I want Julian to win just because I, I love Julian's surfing style and it's just oh, terror. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really like him, so, you know. I'm okay. a Julian fan as well. <laughs> I am. Um, so. Not just, I just like his style on a wave. I don't know about Who do you think is going to win? Who do I think is going to win? I'm going to say Julian. Mm. I want Julian to win, and I think Julian is going to win. That's some serious positive energy right there. I do want to say, I did... I did try some of that uh, pristine hydro last week. I've been on it with the... The water? Yeah, the water. The blind that that uh, okay. Slater's drinking. And I've been, <laughs> on, I've been on it all week, and I'm taking the... the what is that? Magnesium bicarbonate? Uh -huh. Every night. Okay. And I mean... You feel and, uh, it? I'm feeling it. 
Are we getting another plug going on here for Christina? Some, some that was how many? I, mean, I worked on my leg last night for okay. an hour. So. Now we're talking about Glenn Calkins, the guy that was on the show last week claiming he's a genius. Is that that guy? That would be a <laughs> Wow. That was Thank awesome. you guys so much for being on our show. This yeah. is yeah. absolutely really fun episode. Show. A couple good. of absolute legends. We're just really, really excited. Really stoked to have you guys also yeah. listening. So stay tuned next week and uh, have fun. And, and keep uh, an eye on our on our website because photos will be popping up and little maybe maybe some little snippets and clips from some of these stories that we're about to hear uh, behind closed doors. <laughs> Who knows? Might be popping up on there. <laughs> all right, we're out, guys. See you later. Well, that's all we got time for this week, you Barnes. Yeah. You kooks. That's all we've got time for this week, folks. Surf Talk Show can be heard live every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Join JJ and the Doctor next week. Until then, pull in deep and stay stoked, my friends.